You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We ended our seven-week series entitled All and Nothing, a book study on Colossians. Did you enjoy that series? You did? You did? If you did, can you just give God praise? Because, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing uh, going through that study. We appreciate even more who Jesus is and what He has done for us. Galing ni Lord. And so that would draw us to continue to worship Him. Si Dom said kanina, he exalted by saying, if you think that God is good, you give Him good enough praise. But if you think God is great, you give Him great praise, right? And so now we understand through that series, All and Nothing, how great our God is, right? Then right after that is we had Beyond Borders. So it's about missions, it's about uh, the love of God that goes beyond uh, borders. It, it, it goes beyond uh, boundaries and touches lives and touches hearts, uh, different places, different people, different times, different races, but still with the message of His love, message of His forgiveness. So, But one thing that we see, first, let's say, uh, in all and nothing, it started with a prayer. That's why in Colossians chapter 1, verse 9, in that particular series, Paul said, And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. There it opened up. That series opened up with a prayer. That book, that book study on Colossians opened up in prayer. In Beyond Borders, it is Jesus also, and He said this, And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly. Can you say with me, pray earnestly? Pray Pray earnestly to the Lord, to the Lord of the harvest, to send out laborers into His harvest. In both series, we just want to say, we just want to highlight there is a need for prayer. Say with me, prayer. We can't do things on our own. Even though we are gifted, we have the talents, we have the skills, we have the competencies, we have the experiences, and and we're really good at what we do. At the end of it all, apart from God, we can do nothing. We really need to have dependence on God. That's why it calls for prayer. This talk this afternoon is all about prayer. It's a divine element, the supernatural, our need to cry out for help for God. Our need to acknowledge dependence on God. This talk is all about prayer. So we will study more of what, of, of what prayer is and, and what does the Bible says about us as children of God. How do we treat prayer? What is prayer? And how do we apply prayer in our lives. So I'd like to invite everybody to stand with me as we read our main text this afternoon found in 1st Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. 1st Timothy chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. Everybody, let's read. First of all, then I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Let us all pray. Lord, thank you for this afternoon. Thank you, Lord God, that... Your Spirit would enlighten our hearts. Your Spirit, Lord God, would teach us and you will allow us to learn and experience more of you even as we apply prayer or an increased level of prayer in our lives. Thank you, Lord, that your name will be glorified this afternoon. So, Lord, we submit everything unto you and once more we declare, apart from you, we can do nothing. Thank you, Lord. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You may now take your seats. Sometimes we 
The things that we value are the things that we give time to. Diba? Pag binavalue mo yung, uh, I don't know, maybe if you value your, your children, you give time to your children. If you value your wife, you always have a date with your wife. Amen? Wives? Yes. Yes, yes. If you value your car, you give time to your car because you bring your car to the car shop, have it really checked and things like that. If you give, if you value your hobby, you also give time to your hobby. Yung mga mahilig magbike, ako mahilig ako magbisikleta, uh, I give time, uh, to the bike. And so, the things that I value, the things that we value, we give time. The question is sometimes, Sometimes we say we value prayer, but really we struggle to find time for prayer. And so, what does the Bible say about this? And so we know that the Apostle Paul says, First of all, say with me, first. First of all, then I urge you. He is talking to the church. He is talking to, to the people of God. He is talking to the Christians. He's talking to the church. And he's saying, I urge you. There is an urgency. There is an importance. I urge you that supplications, prayer, and intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people. Paul was not just making a list of the different kinds of prayer, but he's saying we need all kinds of prayer for all kinds of people. Amen? All sorts of prayer for all sorts of people. Supplications, prayers, intercessions for all sorts of people. So what is supplication? Well, basically, supplication is asking, begging, desperate, desperately needing. Have you come to that point in your life when you were so desperate that you were begging for something? That is like supplication. But we are desperate for God, asking something from God, supplication. Prayers is really calling out to God. When we pray, we call out to God. Intercession, say with me, intercession. Intercession is praying for others. So if I don't pray, if I pray for my needs and I'm desperate for my needs, then that is prayer. But if I'm praying in behalf of others, in behalf of others who cannot pray, that is intercession. Thanksgiving is, of course, a thankful attitude expressed through prayers. Again, all types of prayers. Paul is saying all types of prayers. I urge you to pray all types of prayers for all types of people. But the question remains, what is prayer? Ano nga ba ang panalangin? What is prayer? In all the definitions that we just said, what is prayer? In its simplest form, in its simplest, most basic form, prayer is talking to God. Prayer is communicating with God. Prayer is having a conversation with God. I don't mean to sound mystical, but that's the truth. It's having a conversation with God. Each time you talk to God, that is prayer. All throughout Jesus' life and ministry, He displayed a lifestyle of prayer. Say me, lifestyle. It's a lifestyle of prayer of talking to God, communicating to God, finding time to talk to God. Prayer is talking to God. Jesus also taught His disciples uh, how to pray. As the disciples were witnessing this lifestyle of prayer, His disciples were witnessing how Jesus would carve some time away from them, away from the crowd, so that He may spend time with His Heavenly Father. So that Jesus may spend time uh, uh, communing with God. So they were observing Him and they were asking, Jesus, would you, would you teach us how to pray? How do we pray? And so Jesus taught His disciples how to pray in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 and onwards. This is the Lord's Prayer. And Jesus says, when you pray, pray then like this. Say, Our Father in heaven... Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. And it goes on, here on earth as it is in heaven. And we are familiar with the Lord's Prayer, right? So it's very interesting that when Jesus taught prayers to His disciples, He started or He established prayer as a relationship. 
He established prayer as a relationship. Jesus introduced prayer to His disciples by saying, when you pray, pray this way. Say, Our Father. It's a relationship. Prayer is a relationship. It's not just a formula that Jesus taught, but a relationship with a heavenly Father. A relationship with God. In the culture, in the Jewish culture before, they, 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 they have an impression or a notion or an idea that God is unapproachable. Simply because that God is holy, God is so huge, and God is so far out there that there's no relationship between God and His children. But Jesus taught His disciples, when you pray, pray this way. Say, Our Father. In heaven, holy be your name. Our Father. It's amazing. He establishes a relationship that we can come before God as as children and Him as our Father. Again, prayer is a relationship. This is the resolute desk. Ano yun? Ano yung resolute desk? Well, the resolute desk is used in the Oval Office of the White House. It is used by every U.S. president, including Barack Obama. That's the presidential desk. That is, that is inside the White House. Okay? So it's been used by every uh, American president. But as you see this, it's the same desk used by President JFK, right? But under it, you see JFK Jr. just inside that desk playing around. You see in the White House, in the Oval Office, there are top secret meetings going on. Meetings of national concern, right? No one has access to that desk. It's, it's top secret, closed door. But JFK Jr., during the time of the presidency of his dad, JFK, he would just go in and out of the Oval Office. He would just play around in the Oval Office. Why? Because they have relationship. Amen? JFK Jr. is the son of the president. And so he can have access, just like you and me. The throne room of God is holy, holy, holy. Amen? But as children of God, we have access to the Father. You and me, we can come before the throne of God boldly and call Him as our Abba Father, our Daddy, our Papa God, our Ama sa langit. It is a relationship. That's why it says in John chapter 1, verse 12 to 13, it says there, But to all who did receive Him, Jesus who believed in His name, He gave them the right to become children of God. Say with me, children of God. Who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. The question here tonight is this. Did you receive Jesus? If you you receive Jesus, say yes. Did you receive Jesus? Do you believe in His name? then He gave you the right to be called a child of God. Amen? And you have access to the Heavenly Father. Now give Him praise. That's amazing. Wherever we are, whatever we are, whatever the situation is, we can always call out to God. That's why the Apostle Paul is saying, I urge you to pray. You have access to God through Jesus Christ. Another verse I'd like to share is in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 to 10. To strengthen this, it says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for His own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Praise God. Praise God. We are the people of the Lord. He is our God. He is our Lord. And we are His people. As the people of God, we have access to God. And God hears our prayers. Not only hears our prayers, God 
answers our prayers. This is all because of what Jesus did for you and for me. That's why Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John chapter 14, verse 6. Isn't that amazing? Something that we cherish, something that we, 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 we treasure, something that we celebrate. Every worship service, we come in Sunday in, Sunday out, we worship God. We worship Him, we celebrate, we thank Him for the relationship that we have with Him. Amen? That He is our Father, we are His children. Again, let's just give God praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He is holy, we are not. He is good, we are not. And yet, by His blood, we became His children. Prayer is a relationship. Prayer is a partnership. It's a partnership between us, the children of God, and God. Not only a relationship, but a partnership. God has a plan, and His plan is good, pleasing, and perfect. Amen? We, as His children, are part of God's plan. Kabahagi po tayo ng plano ng Diyos. We are part of God's plan. It is by His sovereign will that we are called into partnership with Him. We are, prayer is, is partnership. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10. So that through the church, that's us, the people of the Lord, the children of God, that through us, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. It is by God's design. It is by God's plan that He would use the church, that He would use you and me to declare the manifold wisdom of God. There is no plan B. There is no other alternative. God chooses you. Look at the person beside you and say, God chose you. Yes, God chose us. In spite of who we are, in spite of our shortcomings, in spite of our limitations, in spite of our busy schedules, Let me repeat that. In spite of our busy schedules, God chose us. We are called into partnership with God. We are called to be be part of His plan. He can use angels. He can use angelic armies to do His will here on earth, of course. To share the gospel, to reach out to the lost. But by His sovereign will, by His wonderful plan, He decides to use the church. He decides to use you. He decides to use me. Again, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 10, it says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be Your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. God initiated prayers and invited us to pray. Prayer is a tool, a channel, a vessel that God can use for His kingdom to come and for His wonderful, perfect will to be done. Jesus says, pray. Say, Our Father, Your kingdom come. Your wonderful will be done here on earth. Here on earth as it is in heaven. You see, in heaven, there is no problem. God's wonderful will is perfectly in place. The problem is here on earth. His wonderful will, His kingdom need to come down here on earth. Amen? And the channel for that to happen is through His church, through our prayers. When we call upon the name of God and as we ask, Lord, Your kingdom come, Your wonderful will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. When that happens, our prayers become vessels, channels for the glory of God, for the will of God. For the kingdom of God. The kingdom and the will of God. We know that in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says that God's will is pleasing, acceptable, and perfect. Verse 1 says, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so it goes, So that you may know what is the will of God. His good, pleasing, and acceptable. The will of God is good. Say with me, good. Pleasing acceptable. That is God's will. 
We also know in Jeremiah 29, 11, God says, I know the plans I have for you. And this plans is for your welfare, to give you hope and to give you future. We know that God's will is good, pleasing, acceptable, and we know that His plans, His purposes, His will is for our welfare, to give us hope and a future. So we know that God's will is good. Amen? Do you know that God's will is good? You see, there is a threshold that the church needs to cross. And that threshold is a threshold of doubt. Sometimes we struggle if God's will for us is better than our will for ourselves. Amen. Kaya natatakot tayo magpray. Sometimes, hindi, ako lang yun, baka hindi kayo, di ba? Ako lang yun. Sometimes we're, we're, we're doubtful and we're fearful to pray, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done. Kasi we don't know, we're not sure if His will is good or if we trust God with His will. Maybe what we want is better than what God wants for us. But we need to cross that threshold. We need to believe and hold on to the Word of God that His will for us is pleasing, it is good, and it is perfect. Amen? The evidence of His will for us, the evidence of His goodness, is upon the cross. It's upon the cross. We see the goodness of God. We see the goodness of God fully displayed, manifested in the cross for you and for me. He answers our prayers of faith in accordance to His will. If you know that His will is good, His will is pleasing and perfect, when we pray in accordance to His will, He answers our prayers. And that's amazing. That's the partnership. That's the partnership. In John 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 to 15. Can you read this with me, everybody? Let's read. This is the confidence that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of Him. We are channels of His perfect will. The church, you and me, we are the vessels of which the wonderful things of God would come in and come down and manifest here on earth. Just using my imagination now, there are blessings in heaven. There are blessings in heaven and they need to come down here on earth. You see, the blessings of heaven are made in heaven, yes, but they are not for heaven. Amen? They are for earth. The blessings of heaven are not for heaven. They are, they are for earth. Those blessings need to come down, but they don't come down automatically. It needs to come down, as the, as the word that we read, through the church, so that the name of Jesus will be glorified. Right? And so we need to be praying, we need to be asking. We need to be believing, we're saying, Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven above. In Matthew chapter 7, 7 to 8, again, it's about asking. It is Jesus that is speaking. If you have your Bible and it's a red letter Bible, you turn to Matthew chapter 7, it's highlighted in red. The fonts are red because it's Jesus that is speaking. And Jesus said this, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone, say with me, everyone. Again, everyone. Does this include you and me? Does this include the person in the back? How about the person in front? It includes everyone. Ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone, everybody, everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks will be opened. Everyone. We just need to come by faith and ask, seek, and knock. There's another verse, but I didn't show it here, found in James chapter 4, verse 2. It says, the reason why you have not is because you ask not. James chapter 4, verse 2. The reason, though, the reason why you do not have is because you do not ask. And so Jesus is saying, ask, ask, and you will receive. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened unto you. 
On the following verses, he continues to say, For which of you, if his son asked for a bread, would give him a stone? Or if he asked for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts, say with me, good gifts. Good gifts to your children. All the children of God, lift up your hands. If you are a child of God, lift up your hands. Give God praise. And it goes on to say, if the people who are evil, or not that good, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give you good things to those who ask of Him? How much more? Amen? So we have a God that is waiting and willing for, for, for Him to bless His people, to release God's blessing. You know what? I think, I may be wrong, but I think there is no problem with the supply. There is abundant blessing, abundant miracles, abundant supply that is in heaven above. Amen? The problem is not the supply. The problem is the demand. People are not demanding. People are not praying. People are not asking. Not just for themselves, not just for prayers, but for intercession. We're not asking. But if we ask, if we are desperate enough, if we ask and seek out God, seek out to God and acknowledge full dependence on Him, Lord, apart from you, I can do nothing. I believe God will answer the prayer. Acknowledging who He is, acknowledging our dependence on Him, He will glorify His name. Another parable I'd like to show you, by the way, next Sunday we'll be opening up a new series. The series is entitled Truth Be Told. It's about the parables. Right? Maikli lang tong series na to na naman. Eight week series. Alright? It's an eight week series. And so this year has been filled with long, uh, uh, mga long series. First, the Ten Commandments. Of course, ten week series. And then we went to All and Nothing. Seven week. Up next, right after, uh, you know, next Sunday, is gonna be an eight week series on the parables. That's gonna be amazing. But let me just go on ahead, uh, this, uh, right now, just to show you, well, not really, but, you know, a parable. Found in Luke chapter 18, verse 1 to 8. This is the parable entitled, Parable of the Persistent Widow, sa ESV. Pero sa Amplified, it says the parable of prayer. And it says there this, verse 1, And he told them, this is Jesus again speaking to his disciples, he told them a parable to the effect that they ought, they ought always to pray and not lose Hearts. The parable of the persistent widow. Are you familiar with the parable? It's found in Luke chapter 18, verse 1 to 8. Allow me to read it to you. Verse 2, he said, In a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. Verse 4, For while he refused, but afterward, he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. And the Lord said, Jesus again, Jesus speaking, Hear what the unrighteous judge says. And will not God give justice to His elect who cry out to Him day and night? Will He delay long over them? I tell you, He will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will He find faith on the earth? The parable says, we are not to lose heart. We are continue to pray. We need to continue to pray. God is building up the faith muscles. Amen? Sometimes, or most of the time, prayers are not instant, right? Because it, God is drawing us near Him. God is developing our faith muscles to trust in Him, to believe in Him, to pursue Him, and to have perseverance. Don't lose heart, for our prayers are received by God. Do not stop praying. Look at the person beside you. Say to that person, do not stop praying. God is listening to our prayers. Amen? God will answer. Amen? If you believe God answers prayers, shout hallelujah. hallelujah! Yes, God 
answers prayers. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. If we place our trust in Him, not on anything that we have, not on anything that we can do for ourselves, if we place our trust in Him and believe in Him and have faith in Him, God will glorify His name. God will answer. Push mo lang yan. Push. P-U-S-H. Pray until something happens. You've heard about this, right? Was there a time when you needed to persevere in prayer? Was there a time when you needed to struggle, labor, hard in prayer? When was the last time that out of desperation, just like this persistent widow, she was so desperate for God? When was the last time that you were desperate for God? That you called upon His name? When was the last time that you were so desperate for God that you were praying, you were talking to God? No, habang traffic, nagpe-pray ka, kausap mo si Lord. Habang nakapila, kausap mo si Lord. When was the last time? Those was great times, right? Even though it was hard times. I just want to share something that's personal, that's close to my heart. That's a picture of me and my lovely wife, Jenny. Just last year, April 23, 2015, Jenny... Um, suffered a ruptured brain aneurysm. I rushed her to the hospital. During the time nung, uh, when, when I rushed her to the hospital, I really didn't know or really didn't know what was wrong with her. It was just a normal day, a happy, usual happy day, not a stressful day. When we left the house that day, we were not thinking that we will go to the hospital. But something happened that day. Again, she, she, she suffered from a ruptured brain aneurysm. We rushed her to the hospital. And then finally, the doctor diagnosed her and, and said to me uh, that uh, she needed brain surgery and that she was already hydrocephalous with blood. And so, I was really scared. I, I really got scared. I cried out to God. I prayed, God, help. And so, that's, uh, she went through brain surgery, the risk of hydrocephalus. The doctors wouldn't know if there will be residual effects after because she's, she was in uh, complete bed rest. So, the doctors wouldn't know if uh, merong paralysis or wala. Di namin alam. No? But after the three weeks, after three weeks, uh, she, she stood up, of course, with a physical therapist. After uh, five minutes of standing, walking around, she was so tired. Yeah, but I know five minutes after five minutes became thirty minutes after thirty minutes it became an hour and she's able to stand up and 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 move around. After one month in the hospital, you can imagine the bills. Uh, <laughs> uh, one week in ICU, three weeks in 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 the hospital, five doctors, and so really didn't have anything, but we had God. So we cry, cried out to God, God. There is nothing that I can do to change this situation. There's nothing in my power, nothing in my ability, capability to change this situation. I place my trust in you. I know you are God and I know that you are good and that you're able to do a miracle. So I place my trust in you. And God is faithful. Amen. He answers prayers. After one month, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Of course, God moved in a mighty way. And God uses His church. God uses His people to be channels and instruments of His blessings. And I thank God for, for, for His goodness. And I thank God for His goodness in the lives of people who were moved and touched by God to, to be a channel of blessing. And so it's amazing. And so the question is, uh, now we're, 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 we're okay. Um, we're not yet 100%. We're not just 100%, but we're out of the hospital. We're debt-free, praise God. And uh, she's, uh, she's moving around. Yes, thank you, Lord. And so the question is, Kamusta kayo? How are you now? Well, we still continue to pray to God. We continue to, 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 to believe in God. The thing is, whether in times of need or in times of blessings, our desperation for God should never change. Amen? Whether in times of plenty or times of lack, our desperation for God should never change. 
you see our blessings, whether be it financial blessings, whether be it uh, 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 family and friends or strength or career, all these blessings come from God, yes, but all these blessings are not meant for us to be independent from God. That our trust is in God and in God alone. Amen? Amen. So in plenty or in lack, our desperation for God should never change. Should never change. Amen? Can we give God praise? Thank you, Lord. We are blessed for our purpose. We are blessed to honor God and to be a blessing to others. So in blessing, we give praise. We give praise to God. Some people are blessed. Well, they got it wrong. Many times we get it wrong. We're blessed to be, we think we're blessed to be a bossing, but we're not. We're blessed to be a, for us to be a blessing. Look at the person beside you. See that person. Thank you because you are a blessing. Thank you. You are a blessing. Third point is that prayer is powerful. Amen? Say with me, powerful. Because we have a relationship with the Almighty God. We as His children, the children of the Most High God, prayers are powerful. God calls us into partnership. God initiated this thing called prayer. He says, call upon me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things that you do not even know. That is in Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Prayers are powerful. It is an instrument of God, the channel of God for all His blessings, for all His miracles, for all the impossible to become possible through the prayers of His saints, through the prayers of His people. Prayers are powerful. Amen? Yes, miracles are from heaven, but miracles are for the earth. I want to show you this guy, just one guy. His name is Elijah. In James chapter 5, verse 17 to 18, it says there this, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, just like you and me. In the Amplified Version, it says, like ours, with the same physical, mental, and spiritual limitations and shortcomings. Do you have limitations and shortcomings? Yes. Yeah? Smile. <laughs> Smile. In spite of who we are, in spite of our limitations, now let me continue to read. Elijah was just like a, a man, just like us, and he prayed intensely for it not to rain, and it did not rain on the earth for three years and six months. Then he prayed again, and the sky gave rain, and the land produced its crops as usual. God hears prayers, and prayers are powerful. In James chapter 5, verse 16, it says there this, that the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Say with me, great power. Say with me, righteous person. See, there is a qualification. Kanina, sabi natin, when we pray in accordance to God's will, we know that He will bless us and that we have the answers to our requests. And, but we know that God's will is good, right? Here it says, the prayer of a righteous person. Say with me, righteous. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo ulit. Sabi mo, righteous. <laughs> the scary question is this, righteous ka ba? Are you righteous? Are you sure? Because just the prayer, the prayer, not of any person, but the prayer of a righteous person has great power. I'd like to share a verse again. God has called the church. It is His will, it is His design that the manifold wisdom of God should be expressed through the church. He initiated this partnership. He chose us. We did not choose Him. He chose us in spite of our shortcomings, in spite of our limitations. He chose us to become channels of His blessings, channels of His miracles, channels that would give Him glory. That's why it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him, in Jesus, we might become the righteousness of God. Say it me, righteousness of God. This is what God did. He qualified us through Jesus. Left on our own, we are certainly disqualified. 
We are certainly disqualified. But this is what God did. He qualified us through Jesus Christ. That's why our prayers are made in Jesus' name. Amen? In Jesus' name, the name of my Lord, Savior, King, who qualified me to become a son and a, or a daughter, a child of God. It is through Jesus that we are qualified. It is through Jesus that we have access to God. It is through Jesus that our prayers are heard. That's why we pray in Jesus' name. It's all what God did for us. He initiated it. And if you listen really, really close, if you listen really, really close to the voice of the Holy Spirit, those prayers, those prayers come from Him. And the church, the children of God, are moving in such a way that we are His vessels, His instruments for His glory. It is in accordance to His will. This is a story of the gospel, of what God did. What did God do? He made us righteous through sending His Son, Jesus Christ. You see, upon that cross, the cross of Calvary, where Jesus was nailed upon that cross, there was an exchange. We as sinners, Jesus took away our sins and He gave us His righteousness. Him who knew no sin became sin for us so that the righteousness of God be found in us. And isn't that amazing? And that's wonderful. That's amazing. Righteousness that comes from the Lord. It's what He did, not us. And looking back, coming back to this particular verse, now in the Amplified Version, it says, the heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man, a believer, can accomplish much when put into action and made effective by God. It is dynamic and can have tremendous power. Amen? Say with me, tremendous power. Your prayers are powerful. Your prayers are powerful. Because you are righteous. Not because of your own doing. Not because of your own doing. But because of what Jesus did for you. That's why the church is in a position to be a channel of God's blessing. The church, you and me, we are in a position to be channels of God's blessing. Second Corinthians chapter, again, talking about prayers being powerful. Chapter 10, verse 3 to 5, it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power. Say with me, divine power. To demolish strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. We have the weapons of mass destruction. Amen? To destroy all the schemes and all the plans of the devil. His plans to steal, kill, and destroy. We can destroy that through our spiritual weapons, right? Divine power. We have divine power. So again, what is prayer? We say prayer is relationship with God. We say prayer is partnership with God. We say prayer is powerful through God. In summary, what is prayer? Prayer is a powerful partnership with God based on our relationship with Him through Jesus Christ. Amen? Let's give God praise. He has given us this privilege. He has given us this privilege. He has given us this this wonderful gift of calling upon His name. A wonderful privilege. Now that we understand and appreciate what prayer is all about, the question here is this. Are you excited to pray? Are you excited to put this into practice? Are you excited to apply this now? That you have a powerful partnership with God based on a relationship with Him. If you are excited and you are ready, Let's go back to the main verse on the application. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 4 says, First of all, then I urge you that you pray. 
that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings, and all who are in high positions, that you may lead a peaceful, quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good. Say with me, good. It is pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires, say with me, desires, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. We pray for God's kingdom to come. We pray for His wonderful will to be done. We pray so that people may be saved, that they may come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, that they, all people, come to the knowledge of the truth. Say with me, truth. You see, the power of the devil is in the lie. But the power of God is in the truth. And we will know the truth. The people will know the truth. And the truth shall set them free. Amen? And so we need to pray. Again, Ephesians 3.10 So that the church, so that through the church, through you and through me, the manifold wisdom of God might be made known to the rulers, authorities in the heavenly places. It is God's design. It is God's plan. There is no plan B. There is no other alternative. God chose you and me. Question, would you like to be used by God? For His glory, for His honor, for His kingdom to come and His will to be done. See, the church is the launching pad of God's mercy and grace. The church, you and me, we are the launching pad of God's mercy, of God's power, of God's love, of God's grace. He chose it. He decided on it in spite of who we are. I know that thought comes always, right? Ako, ganito, in spite of who you are, in spite of who we are, God chose us. God chose us. Luke chapter 4, verse 18 to 19, it is Jesus, as you go through that, it's Jesus who picked up the scroll and says, uh, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to set the captives free, and to restore the, uh, the favorable year of the Lord. See, the work of Christ continues even now through the church. The body of Christ. And it says there this in Isaiah 56 verse 7, For my house will be called a house of prayer. My house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. Say with me, all nations. Through the church, we will pray for the nations. Amen? That's you and me. But let's start with our own nation. You see, the Philippines is named, of course you know already, that it's named after the, uh, King Philip of Spain. But they say that the, the, the mother of King Philip is a Christian. And he named Philip, King Philip, as Philip the Evangelist. We know that the Philippines is the missionary launching pad of the gospel in Asia. We are the happiest, most resilient Joyful people on earth. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Saya-saya niya. Oh, di ba? <laughs> the only Christian nation in Asia for many, many years. We are blessed to be a blessing. But right now, our nation is problematic. Our government needs prayers. Amen? There are political issues affecting our economy right now. People are divided. Even in church, people are divided. We have China invasion on the West Philippine Sea. Our, our fishermen need to ask permission if they can fish there. Drug problems, corruption, wickedness are being exposed. There is a need for prayers for our nation. There is a need for God's mighty hand to intervene in the affairs of this nation. Amen? We need to pray for our nation. We need to pray for people in authority. Our president needs our prayers. Amen? Our president needs the prayers of God's people. We need to pray for the Senate. We need to pray for Congress. We need to pray for the military. We need to agree and partner up with God that through our prayers, right now, through our relationship, we stand in the gap for our nation. 
In Second Chronicles chapter 4, verse 14, it says, If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. There is a qualifier. The qualifier is this. The church, God's people, called by His name. Our role is to humble ourselves. Our role is to pray and to seek His face. To turn away from wickedness. God's part or God's role is that He will hear our prayers. Amen? He will forgive our sins. And He will heal this land. Praise God. Are you ready to pray? Are you ready to pray? Can I ask you all to stand up? We'll just pray. It's just a simple prayer. We'll just pray. Even right now, let us pray. Let's pray for the executive, the uh, legislative, the judiciary. Let's pray for God's wisdom. Just right now, from our hearts, just lift it up to God. Lord, we pray for our president. Lift him up in prayer. We pray for your wisdom to be upon him. We pray that you guide him. We pray that you protect him from all harm. Lord, we nullify the plants of darkness to steal, kill, and destroy. We lift up the whole executive team, legislative, the judiciary. Lord, hawakan mo ang halls of power. Thank you, Lord. We lift up the military unto you. Lift up the armed forces unto you. Lord, even protect them. Even shield them from any influence of the enemy but allow them to stand in righteousness thank you Lord thank you Lord just going to pray right now lift up this nation unto the Lord we your church Lord God call upon your name Lord we lift up the church Lord that the church would arise in prayer for the nation that we would stand in the gap that we will be more prayerful and mindful for our nation because the manifold wisdom of God will be expressed through your church. Lord, you chose us. You have chosen us to be instruments, Lord, your vessels. Lord, allow us, Lord God, to be more prayerful for our nation. Lord, we lift up the whole archipelago to you right now. Bless Luzon. Bless Visayas. Bless Mindanao, Lord. Bless the 110 million Filipinos here and abroad. Release your blessing, Lord God. From the north to the south, from the west to the east, release your blessing, Lord. Thank you, God. And Lord, we declare, we declare that blessed is a nation whose God is the Lord. Blessed is a nation whose God is the Lord. Be glorified, Lord, upon this nation. Let your name be exalted. Let your name be magnified. Be glorified upon our land. Thank you, Lord. Pinagpala ang bayan na ang Diyos ay ang Panginoon. Diklara po natin, pinagpala ang bayan na ang Diyos ay ang Panginoon. Purihin ka, Panginoon. We worship you. Let's just continue to give Him praise.